Welcome to Mox on the Mic, your exclusive look into all things Chattanooga athletics. Here's your host, Chris Goforth. Welcome in this week to Mox on the Mic. We have got a jam-packed episode for you this week. We've got three guests joining us. Andy Meyer, who is the track and field and cross-country coach at Chattanooga. He'll join us. We'll recap his season. Darren Van Horn will be with us as well. He is the assistant volleyball coach at UTC, but he is the head beach volleyball coach. They're coming off for a program that is very much in its infancy. They had a tremendous year, by the way. Uh, you'll we'll get a little cameo appearance today from Bronco Van Horn, Darren's new uh, newborn baby. So looking forward to that. Paige Galantine will be with us as well. So we've got a lot of stuff to get to. Want to remind you: make sure you uh, rate, subscribe, and review to Mox on the Mic. We're available wherever you download your podcast from. As always, we encourage you to please do that. And make sure you tell folks about Mox on the Mic. So. With all of that being said, let's get into it. Andy Meyer, he's the track and field and cross-country coach at Chattanooga, and he is with us on Mox on the Mic. Coach, as always, it's great to be able to get a chance to uh, to visit and kind of catch up with you and what's happening uh, with your program. So with that being said, uh, how about you take a minute or two and uh, you know, kind of catch us up on uh, how the season went for you guys? Yeah, we start with our indoor season uh, that third week in January, and, and, and we did well with our indoor season. Um, we had um, most, if not all, of our kids um, in our distance program uh, set PRs during the indoor season. Um, we had a couple really nice finishes, uh, girls that did really well at the uh, indoor conference championships, and then we just rolled that momentum into outdoor um, during the indoor season, our sprinters were uh, had a little bit of an injury bug, bug but our uh, trainer, um, Allison Cerveo, uh, did a great job of getting our kids healthy and ready to go for the outdoor season. And the kids just rolled in the outdoor season. I mean, we we had we did really well at both Lee meets, um, Auburn meet. The kids actually did fantastic, and uh, we had a lot of kids just just kill it there, um, had uh, personal bests in all our events. And then this past weekend, we had the uh, uh, Southern Conference Championships. Uh, and again, we had uh, um, some kids that did really well. Um, they kind of kept that momentum going. Um, uh, our, our assistant coaches, Ty Griffin and, and Michael Gaston, had all the girls ready. Um, Kim Dunning did great in the long jump and then uh, ran a, a fabulous uh, 100. She was fifth overall in the long uh, in the long jump. Um, and then um, we had uh, Gracie Morse, who's a freshman, um, who basically off of four weeks of training due to injuries and sickness, um, goes into the uh, conference uh, meet and uh, places fifth overall in the hurt in the uh, 400 hurdles, just missed qualifying for the finals by a tenth, well, actually it was less than a tenth of a second. Um, and the 110 hurdles um, was all freshmen in the four, uh, again, in the 400 hurdles and also all freshmen in the, um, the long jump. So if we can get her uh, uh, consistent training, Lord knows how well she can be um, in, in our distances, uh, 
Uh, Leslie Green placed third, was all conference in the 10,000. And then the very next day, she came back and ran 5,000 and uh, was able to place in that event. Uh, Emma Russell uh, placed fifth over on the 10,000. She had a really good meet. Um, and so, um, you know, we, we were really pleased. Our four by four and um, our four by 100 relays did, um, did really well. It's the first time we've had, um, since I've been here, all our 100 meter girls, they were all under uh, 13 seconds for the 100. So we knew we would have a good four by one, um, which we did. Um, you know, it's just uh, the kids had a really good season. You know, we were blessed some, by some mild temperatures uh, all season long. <laughs> you know, I thought Lee, I, th I think one of the girls ended up uh, running a 1500 in the sleet, rain, uh, snow, all during the same event. <laughs> so, um, yeah, it was, a, it, it was a really good season for the kids. And we're excited because we've got everybody, uh, all our scores coming back for next year. Plus, we've got a good freshman class that we're, we're excited about. So, yeah, we're we we feel good at uh, uh, how how we ended the season. I think I've asked you this before, but how different is it from the indoor to the outdoor? Do you coach it differently? Y yeah, um, you know, you want the kids to do well on the in the indoor season, um, but at the same time, you don't want them peaking for the indoor season. So that's kind of a fine line. You you, you want them to do well. Um, let them have a little bit of rest because to go from January all the way to the May and, and work that hard that long, you know, you're, you're going to have, you're going to get somebody in here. They're going to burn out, whatnot. So it's kind of a, an art form of coaching art, how you bring kids along, bring them down, let them rest, and then bring them back up again, uh, even a step higher for the outdoor season. Do you look for kids that can compete in multiple events? Is that, is that, kind of what you want to see ideally is you yes know, that that, yeah that's a great question that's exactly because you know we're, we're we have one of the smaller programs in the conference so you know we try to recruit kids that can do the 10 and the five or the five and the 15 or the eight and the 15 or long jump sprints um you know both hurdles the four by four the four by one um we had a little girl carly burt who's a uh, a really good uh, 400 runner for us. And, and, you know, sh she did the four by one and then she did the four by four plus her event. So yeah, the more kids, the athletic uh, kid is, you know, the, we'll, we'll, we'll let them have a busy day. Um, but it just helps us be able to fill in events and do as many events as, as we possibly can, as competitive as we can. And one of the other things we look for when we recruit kids is have they played other sports as well. Um, you know, no matter what it is, whether it's distance runner, sprinter, jumper, the better overall athlete the kid is, the better overall they're going to be. Who stood out for you this year? Gosh, I mean, we we, we had so many good girls. I, I guess, um, gosh, on the girls' side, um, who really stood out? Um I guess you would have to go with Leslie because um, she had a really good cross-country season. She did really well at the regions. She did well at the indoor conference and then turns around and does just, 
you know, all conference in the 10, comes back the very next day. She's got a sore hip and she places um, in the five. So, you know, she stood out. And then there was, uh, again, Gracie, the, the freshman, I had, you know, just off of four weeks. It actually was probably more like three weeks of practice to, to do that. I mean, she, she's super, super talented. Um, and just, you know, we, we can keep her healthy and she can keep herself healthy. Lord knows how good she can be. We're, again, we're excited about her. Your roster is made up of primarily it's, I, I guess, local kids or are kind of at the center of it, but you got a real strong group from the state of Tennessee as well. Just kind of your thoughts on what you're looking for and, and how you go about, uh, you know, recruiting locally as, as well as statewide. Yeah. Uh, we like to, um, look locally first. Um, and, um, you know, a, a lot of kids, every now and then you're going to get that kid from the Chattanooga. They're just going to go away. That's, that's all, you know, they just want to go away. But, you know, we try to reach out to as many local kids as we can that, that we feel are going to be competitive in our conference. Um, and, you know, that, that kind of draws in interest to the local interest to the university. Um, and then from there, we, we kind of go out. Um, Nashville area has always been a good area for us. The Tri-Cities area has always been a, a good force. Um, but one of the things, too, is, is we get more recruiting um, uh, bang for our, our dollar when we take in-state. Because in-state kids, you know, they're, they're eligible for the hope. And then uh, UTC also makes some academic uh, money available. So we can kind of... Um, uh, you know, use that to help augment what we may give them. So, you know, and then even in Georgia, we've actually increased the number of kids we've um, recruited from uh, Georgia because um, one of the things UTC's done is they allowed the regional uh, discount. So those kids um, in the neighboring states, they get a discount. And of course, you know, uh, uh, Georgia with that Atlanta area, it is just loaded with athletes. So it's, it's opened up an area that, you know, was previously closed off to us. Um, especially in the last couple of years. What's next for you guys? What's, what's kind of your plans for, for your squad uh, over the summer? Well, we, we were just working on that a little bit this morning. Um, you know, the kids, they've got graduation this weekend, and we've got a couple kids um, uh, graduating. They've been great kids for us, Mackenzie Jones, Sage Davis, um, uh, Justine was a graduate student who came in and did a really good job for a year. Um, uh, now, uh, Mackenzie Williamson and uh, Ryan Phillips, they graduate in the, um, they actually graduate next semester, but I think they're going to go ahead and walk this semester. Um, Jonathan Boyd is another one. Um, but the, the kids, they're, they'll, they'll rest here for a little little bit you know they get over the excitement this season and they're um you know their teammates graduating um and then we start sending them uh, uh, uh workouts you know they'll have things to do both morning and night they'll have weights um supplemental running different drills and it goes all the way through the summer um you know some of the things that we're going to work on for next year's um you know when the season's done Ty and I, Coach Gadsden, uh, Allison, just kind of sit and think about, okay, how do we need to make improvements for next year? And, you know, um, for our sprinters, we're going to have, you know, we're going to increase the, the amount of time they're lifting. Um, for our distance kids, I mean, volume matters. And, and we're going to um, increase their volume such in a way that's, that's 
minimizes their their risk of injury. But at the same time, we we're we're not we were pleased with our results, but we're eager and we want to do even better. So each year you've got to challenge the kids and each year you've got to take it up a level and another step and another step and another step. Cause you need, you know, um, our kids, some of our older kids have now been in the program three and four years, you know, with COVID we get kids in here five years now that they're not doing the same workouts they were doing as uh, freshmen. Um, you know, as they acquire the strength, you can challenge them more. So just, just challenging the team to, to get better. And us as a coaching staff um, to get better. Coach, have you got your fall schedule worked out yet? And can you give us an idea of kind of what it may look like? Yeah, we've pretty much got it uh, worked out. What we're looking at for uh, cross-country season, um, that opening weekend, we'll either go to uh, uh, Jacksonville State where we were last year or Tennessee. Every other year they have like a um, uh, uh, an in-state, in you know, UT Martin, us, um, uh, UT Southern, um, and of course, Knoxville, uh, uh, just a, a little quad meet. Uh, it's the guys do four miles, the girls do two miles, just to kind of open the season up. Um, this is, again, they do it like every other year, and this is the year to do it. So we're, we're hoping they do that, but we'll go to one of those two meets to open our season. Um, two weeks later, we'll go to the region preview meet in Huntsville. Um, uh, that's a great meet. We were there last year twice. The kids really liked it and they wanted to go back, so we'll do that. Two weeks after that, we'll be at Louisville. That's pretty much everyone's favorite meet. It's just a super fast meet. Um, you know, you're running with national uh, uh, power teams. Um, it's you know just highly, highly competitive. Um, then two weeks after that, we're looking at a home meet or maybe Barry. Um, and then two weeks after that is uh, the conference meet. This year will be at Citadel. And then two weeks after that, the NCAA South Region is is back there in Huntsville. Um, so, yeah, we, we pretty much got our, our cross-country season nailed out right now. You know, when uh, whenever I talk to golf coaches and we start talking about going and playing certain courses, I always ask them about, you know, have you played that course before? How much do you know about it? How important is it to know that course before you go? I want to ask you from a cross-country standpoint, how important is it to know before you go what that course is like? Oh, it's, it, it's huge, especially in the championships, you know, the, the, um, and that's why the kids like to go back to, uh, Huntsville. Um, you know, that's our NCAA region, you, you know, the, it's an important, um, you need to know where every hill is. You need to know how to gauge your effort. You need to know when you can accelerate, um, uh, when you need to hold back. Uh, I mean, just the, the more familiar you are with the course, the better your performance is going to be because you're going to understand how it flows. It's every cross country course, just like, um, you, you know, every uh, hard golf hole. Do, do I need to lay up here or do I need to go over the pond? Um, you know, how's this uh, slope, uh, the green slope and where, you know, where's the best spot to put it on the green with this whole placement it's the exact same thing in cross country you know where do i need to gauge my effort and how do i need to gauge my energy? when you show up for a course the first time it's it's like mm, you know you're, you're just guessing okay what do i need to do here you get to warm up on it but it's not the same as running it at a race pace and a a race effort um you, you know we get kids um that that get on courses for the first time and they're like gosh, I should have done this or I should have done, I went too soon or 
boy, I, th- I thought that was good. That hill was going to be harder than it was. So it's really, really important um, to, to get on a course and understand the course and understand how the course flows and, and, and how you need to gauge your efforts. And that's the Louisville. We've been there every year. The kids love that. They understand that course. It's a super fast course. Um, with Citadel, um, gosh, that was the last conference meet that I ran for UTC was at Citadel. Um, you know, and that's 35, 40 years ago. From what I heard, it hadn't changed much <laughs> since then, but it would be nice for us to get down there. But it's it is a flat course. It's a little bit sandy, um, but you know, it's not a, an overly hard course. So that's something you know we're just going to be on at once. Um, but again, like the NCAs, because there are some hills, you, you you need to have in your mind how you need to execute your race plan on that course. Coach, appreciate the time, man. As always, I know we'll be. Uh... We'll be talking again sometime over the summer. That sounds great. Thanks for your time and support. Darren Van Horn is a assistant coach with the indoor volleyball team at Chattanooga. He is the head coach of the beach volleyball program. He basically started the beach volleyball program from scratch. If you scroll back through the archives of Mox on the Mic, you'll find One of the first episodes that we did, as a matter of fact, I think it might've been like maybe during lockdown or, or around that COVID era. One of the first ones that we did was a visit with Darren Van Horn, where we talked about starting the beach volleyball program from scratch. They have done that. And they're having some success coming off a great year. Darren was kind enough to to spend a few minutes with us. He was feeding his son Bronco while we were doing this. So you're going to hear Bronco Van Horn making his first of what we hope is many appearances here on Mox on the Mic. So let's get into it. Here's Darren Van Horn. Coach, let me let me ask you. It feels like I know the program is still relatively in its infancy, but it it feels like you guys have really kind of hit the ground running. Does does it feel that way to you? Uh, yeah, I would say so. I mean, we're very fortunate for the amount of success we've been able to create in this short period of time. Uh, I've heard a lot of people tell me that you know year three is really the year that. Uh, do you really feel like you have control of the program or that you start to see your success? And so, um, you know, we feel pretty fortunate and grateful that uh, we've been able to create success uh, so quickly as well. What do you attribute that to? Um, I think we did a really good job of like our senior leadership of just being competitive and uh, kind of playing almost with a chip on their shoulder and um, <clears throat> not being, you know, not being afraid of any opponent that we face. And, uh, believing in themselves. Um, and so, you know, I really credit that group kind of taking the reins of this program and, and wanting to establish what our culture is going to be like, how they view themselves um, and what they want this, yeah, just the culture of the program to look like. Biggest surprise for you so far in starting this program from scratch? Oh, that's a good question. Um, I think just the, the amount of support that uh, I've received and our and our team has received from just the people around the sport, um, administration, uh, and so it's really allowed us to feel confident in in building something that's gonna 
not just be a good product, but be grown the right way and um, feeling like we can have some longevity in our success, not just kind of scrambling to make things work year to year, um, but getting you know some advice and some mentorship from other programs that have been around for a long time. And then again, just having the support um, from our university and our administration um, has been really helpful. It's a sport that continues to grow. What do you think is next? for for beach volleyball big picture wise what's the next big step for the sport yeah i think we had a really big step this year for the sport in the sense that the ncaa tournament just went to 16 teams uh, instead of eight and so i mean that's just continued growth for the sport i think it, you know maybe one day it can even get to 32 um you know but just the fact that we've been able to get to 16 teams that means more programs are uh being born if you will and um, and that everybody is really falling in love with the sport. We, uh, we're fortunate enough to be able to get there, uh, this past weekend and watch the event. And, um, you know, we, we were talking to people who were just like, Hey, we're locals. And we just came to watch cause we heard it's such a great event. And, um, they really do put on a great event, uh, in Gulf Shores and, you know, the product of just watching the girls compete. Um, it, it's a special atmosphere. You got, you know, a lot of the duels went five all five games um, and, you know, it would come down to one pair and everybody's running to that court to watch that pair compete. And um, so it's a really unique atmosphere that, um, you know, also being on the beach in the sand or out in the sun outside is uh, always a plus. So um, it's really unique. And I think the growth of just adding more teams, adding more conferences, um, trying to build that NCAA tournament as much as possible so that the student athletes can have those experiences is important. It's not a bad way to spend an afternoon, is it? <laughs> no. Not at all. Let me ask you about the OVC championships. Now you guys, uh, got a win against Austin P then you took on UT Martin and, and Moorhead state to kind of, uh, to kind of close it out, uh, for you guys, a, a team in, well, both of those teams were ones that you had just defeated what the week prior to going into the conference tournament. So what was different between that regular season matchup and then once you got into the conference championship, what changed? Um, I don't, I don't know that a ton has changed. I just think that this conference is, uh, it's a, it's a competitive one in the sense that I think that anybody can win on any given day. Um, you know, even the fact that we beat Moorhead state twice, uh, the two weekends before in the OVC, uh, regular season, I guess, weekends, um, you know, it wasn't easy. We, we had a battle against them, uh, Look at Austin P. We lost them three times this year, and then uh, we finally figured out a way to beat them in the in the tournament. Um, and then UT Martin, you know, we beat them last weekend, but it, again, it was kind of a nail biter. Came down to the last pair, just like it did um, in the tournaments. And you know, the tournament is a different animal. You know, <laughs> we sit there and we try to evaluate kind of you know how we think things are going to play out, and a lot of the times it never turns out that way, just because. Um, you know, you just never know how people are going to show up. You don't know just, you know, the competitiveness of the tournament in general is, is a tough one. So, um, you know, I was really proud of the way our girls fought. Um, I thought we were put in a tough position, you know, playing UT Martin, uh, coming down to our third set of our ones pair. Uh, we were one point away, if you will, of making it into that championship. And so then 30 minutes later, we had to turn around and play at Moorhead State, who, you know, I think caught a little bit of fire. They're playing at home. Uh, they beat Austin P as well. Um, and so they, they had a lot of belief in themselves too. And so, um, 
it's just a it's a fun tournament to play in because it's so competitive and um you know you you really got to take care of the little details and you know you got to show up when the when when the going gets tough so you know i would typically look at a program kind of in the early stages like you guys are and and competing in in the ovc and saying hey you know what's the measuring stick you know that the, who do you guys look to within that conference but it kind of feels like you guys have settled right in like that's you guys i'm not not to say that you guys are necessarily the measuring stick but it's it doesn't feel like you're that far away from being where you want to be within the conference is that fair to say yeah definitely that's fair to say um you know my goal has always been to try to be kind of in that top two, top three of the conference. Uh, we're not the biggest conference, but, you know, uh, at least two, I guess three of the teams have already been established for quite some time, uh, at least four years plus. Um, so, you know, for us to come in after a year and two and, and be able to accomplish that and finishing in the top three, you know, the tournament didn't go so well for us the first year, but the regular season went fairly well. And then this past year, you know, fishing third in the regular season, we were one set away from uh, being a part of that OVC championship. We had two pairs that went three sets. If we win either of those sets, uh, we, we get a share of that as well. Um, and then, you know, again, turn around, you get one point away from being in the championship match. Um, you know, I think we're right where we want to be. And, uh, you know, our goal is to try to establish ourselves as being at the top of that conference. Um, and not just do it once, but hopefully multiple years. And so um, I think we're, we're on that path. And, you know, I'm always kind of looking at, you know, Austin P who won the year before uh, UT Martin had a really good run at the end of the year as well, finishing second. So um, I definitely think that I look at those teams and, and strive to be kind of at that level or better. Um, but it seems like our team uh, is right there with them. Uh, so, you know, it's, it's, it's a fun, fun conference to be in and you know that even the staffs are, are fun to compete against so um we like it tell me a little bit about recruiting now i know you and i have talked previously about it and you know two years ago you were recruiting girls off the off the indoor team to to be a part of the beach volleyball program can you talk about the evolution in regards to uh, how you're able to approach it now yeah, I think it's uh, still a pretty similar mindset in the sense that I've always thought, you know, we'll have a handful of crossover kids from the indoor side um, and then just add in kind of a more core group of beach kids. Um, you know, I think this past year I was a little surprised that we didn't have as many indoor kids playing as I thought maybe we would want to. But, um, you know, I've always said I never wanted to force kids to play indoor from the indoor team because, you know, what what fun is it to, to be out there practicing with people who are being forced to practice and, and not wanting to be out there because they love the game. And so, um, you know, I think we found a, a pretty good balance of that in the sense that we, we have roughly about 10 beach kids. I think we'll have nine officially next year. Um, and so I think that's a good number to have and then add it, sprinkle in maybe three or four indoor kids um, and then go from there. So, uh, you know, we, we feel good about kind of where that recruiting process has taken us and how we've been able to establish that core group of beach kids. Tell me a little bit about this roster. Um, who surprised you this year? Yeah, I think, um, 
you know, kind of going through the list, I guess, you know, our one, our ones pair is kind of where I thought they would be. Um, our twos pair, Neva Clark was a freshman who came in and I thought, you know, really hit the ground running. She, um, you know, even, even when I was recruiting her, I thought she did a really, a lot of really good things, but, um, you know, I, I wouldn't say that I expected her to be in that two spare right off the bat and being a big contributor to our team, but she competes like I'll get up and, um, she works really, really hard to be where she's at. Um, you know, she, she puts in extra work. She works hard in the weight room. Um, so that's obviously very helpful to her. Um, you know, Paige, I think she, her partner at the two, she kind of established herself really well last year. So, uh, that was not too much of a surprise. Um, my three spare, I think, you know, there were two Bailey and, uh, Hanley were two seniors. Um, and I don't know that they necessarily surprised me with how they played, but, uh, I did not expect us to kind of make that the pair, if I'm being honest, when we first kind of started and, um, you know, I really like the way they competed together. They have a lot of veteran savvy, uh, they have a lot of control in what they do, you know, um, and we talked about throughout the year, like, Hey, you have a limitation. You guys aren't really blockers, but, uh, we can find ways to be successful, um, by serving tough, um, controlling what you can control. Um, and so that turned out to be a really big success for us, especially late in the season. You know, I think they, they gave us a really good push and run kind of competing against Austin P and UT, UT Martin. Um, then, you know, in our forest pair, Maddie Morris is somebody that kind of not surprised me, but um, she was kind of out all year last year with an injury and um, she kind of went under surgery. And so for her to come out and, and compete the way she did uh, this year, I thought um, she did a really nice job with that. Um, and then, yeah, our freshman group in the fives, um, Joy and Julia, they did an awesome job as well. I thought they really anchored our team and um, gave ourselves a lot of wins uh and those four and fives pair they gave us a lot of wins moving into the second wave of um of the matches or the duels that we were competing in and so they were very helpful as well so how do, will you handle now over the next couple of months how do you handle your your indoor duties as an assistant coach and your beach volleyball duties as the head coach you you, you find yourself switching hats i know a lot but how do you juggle that yeah, I think, you know, uh, it's a lot of work, but um, when you love the sport that you're working with, it, it doesn't feel like a ton of work, uh, or at least you enjoy that work while you're doing it. And so, um, you know, my duties or my mindset will change slightly going into the fall, you know, because we're in season with indoor and uh, we really want to get that program back to where we know it can be. Um, thankfully, I feel like we have a great staff um, with Coach T, Julie, and uh, we just added in our assistant, Madison Bergeron. And so, um, you know, I think with that kind of a balanced staff and knowing that uh, I've got them to lean on from time to time uh, is helpful, but um, it also makes life a lot easier to kind of put in the work that's needed uh, to do both. And so, you know, I, I want our beach program to um, feel like valued and, and, uh, just appreciate it. And I, I, I strive to do that even while I'm in indoor season, uh, you know, practicing in the morning, giving them my all that I can um, because, you know, that I, I want them to have a great experience as, as beach athletes as well uh, here at Chattanooga. Coach, appreciate the time. As always, uh, real quick, before we let you go, uh, 
in terms of the schedule for next year, where are you in that process? When do you, when will you have that uh, finalized? Yeah. So uh, I've been in discussions with uh, uh, a few different places about our schedule and uh, it's kind of coming along. Um, I, my guess is that the, the schedule should be finalized uh, hopefully by the end of the summer, um, kind of before we get into the fall season. So um yeah, but yeah, probably sometime in July, I would imagine. Coach, appreciate it as always. Great catching up with you. Yeah, thank you, Chris. Paige Galantine just finished her sophomore season playing both indoor volleyball and beach volleyball at Chattanooga. The Fenton, Michigan native took a few minutes out of her day to sit down and talk a little beach volleyball with us here on Mox on the Mic. So how does one get from Michigan to Chattanooga, Tennessee? What's that story? Um, starting volleyball and the recruiting process, I knew that I wanted to kind of branch out from Michigan and see, I guess, an entirely new place. And given the opportunity from Travis um, here at Chattanooga that allowed me to do that. And, you know, this place is awesome. Like it's beautiful. It has so many new things and I've never been to Chattanooga before. Um, when I committed here and, uh, it was somewhere new. It was, it was away from home, like not too far, but it was far enough. You know, they had so many new spots, so many new people. And, um, you know, a volleyball program that wanted me to play. You play both indoor and beach. Had you played beach volleyball before coming here? Mm, kind of. Um, Michigan doesn't really have beach volleyball. I live more east in Michigan, like southeast, like Detroit-ish. Um, so I'm not close to the water at all. And uh, if I did want to if I did want to play uh, beach, I'd have to drive all the way out to Lake Michigan, which is on the West side. And, um, I, I did for a couple of summers, me and like some of my girlfriends would go out there and we'd play doubles or we'd play fours, um, just in this little tournament for fun, uh, on the beach. And, you know, you get to win like a little medal or a little t-shirt, but we kind of just went just to, you know, play in the sun and, um, kind of have a little vacation. So it wasn't anything super serious. And I only did it for like four years uh, when I was like 13, 14, 15, 16, maybe. Um, so that's, that's kind of the experience I had. And, but when I did play, I never knew anything about beach volleyball. I didn't know that, um, you know, you couldn't tip or like it's just certain things that you couldn't do um, like in indoor, you could. Um, so coming here and playing beach, um, and learning all of those new skills was kind of weird. Do you, do you almost have to reprogram yourself a little bit going from uh, indoor to outdoor? Um, I'd say so. Yeah. Uh, I've had to, you know, remind myself while playing beach, like, oh, you can't do that. Or, you know, like in the middle of a game, like, oh, like do this instead. Like, remember we're playing beach. And it is difficult sometimes, um, but after like warming up in practice uh, for like two weeks, you know, like I get used to it and I kind of had switched over into it um, and I forget about like the indoor aspects of it for sure. 
which one is more physically demanding? It seems like beach would be easier because it's a little softer when you go to land and things like that, maybe than the, uh, than the hardwood, but which one is, which one is, is a little less, a uh, little less taxing on you physically. Um, that's a kind of hard to answer because they're both relatively similar because they're both volleyball, you know, but they're both separately very demanding, you know, indoor, like you're on this hardwood floor and you kind of have your small position, you know, there's six other people on this court, but it's like, it's so fast and there's so much you have to look for. And I think beach volleyball is slower, but yet you have so much more room to cover. You're in the sand, which is harder to run in. And it's just you and one other person. So you have to be skilled in all areas of volleyball to play beach. And then indoor, you're kind of in your own position, which has its own skills, obviously. Um, so I, I would say they're, they're both physically demanding and mentally demanding, but I, I couldn't tell you which one is, is more than the other because they both have their, you know, their pros and cons and um, with all of that. What's it been like being a part of a team literally from the ground up? Um, it's really cool, honestly, uh, being able to see like new people come in or, you know, recruits come and like look at us and get to say that like we're a really new program and be able to like practice with these girls and go to tournaments and um, play other schools and get to see how we do against them you know, this year versus last year and um, see the difference that we've made and the progress that we've made. It is, it is so, um, it's just, it's just awesome to see the, the growth that we have put in and um, everything that is coming out of it. And it, it is just going in such a, like, a, it's going in such a great on a great, it's on a great path. We're on a great path to, um, uh, somewhere good for sure. And like this season was, was great. And, um, we had like such a good shot and we did so well. And, you know, I don't know. It's, it's just, it's really warming, I guess you could say. Yeah. It's, has it been a surprise to you? I know it has to be kind of gratifying for all the hard work you guys put in, to see it pay off and have the success like you guys did, especially so early in the program. Yeah. Um, you know, we did well our first year too, with, you know, a lot of indoor girls and, and then like half indoor girls and half beach girls. And, uh, that was really cool to see, um, and be a part of. And then this year when we have, you know, only two, two or three, uh, indoor girls and then the rest beach. And now we have a bigger team, but being able to see the, the growth between last year and then this year, but also the beginning of the season this year and the end of the season this year, it's just, it's, it, it's, it's a really good feeling. 
Let's talk about the indoor team for, uh, for a little bit. Now coach Torbett comes in, uh, to take over. I know you guys have had the opportunity to, uh, to be around her. Some your thoughts on her vision for Chattanooga volleyball. I think, I think it's great that we have a, a new coach, um, that came in and she's made a, such a big difference already. And, um, you know, I like what she's, what she's thinking, what she's doing so far with our program and with our girls. And I think everybody can be, is, is super excited to see what this fall has to bring with her because it's just such a different style and she has such a different mindset that, but you can really see her put it out on all of us and, um, really want so much for each and every one of us. What are we going to see this fall when, when volleyball cranks back up, what's going to be different about Chattanooga volleyball this year? Um, probably our connection with every single one of the girls on the team, you know, everyone's there. Everyone knows everybody's, uh, goal. Everyone has the same goal. Everyone knows how committed each other are. Um, everybody wants to be on the court together. Everybody wants to make each other better and everybody is rooting for one another. You're a communications major, right? I am. What do you want to do? I have no idea. I'm still trying to figure that out. What's the summer going to be like for you? Will you, will you get a chance to go home for a while? What's, uh, what's next for you? Um, I'm going to stay here in Chattanooga and train because I haven't been able to get in the gym with our new coach for indoor. And I haven't really been able to be, you know, one-on-one -on -one with her. So I'm going to be staying here and getting stronger for indoor. Um, I'll go home, uh, maybe a couple times, you know, for like a wedding or just to see some friends in my family, but I'll be uh, in Chattanooga for most of it. Paige, uh, you guys are fun to watch. Um, I mean, I admit it. I became a fan of volleyball from watching you guys. So I am super excited to see you guys uh, back and get the indoor season underway here in the, in the next couple of months and uh, look forward to catching up with you again. Appreciate you giving us a little bit of time. Awesome. Thank you so much. I had a great time. Appreciate Paige, Coach Van Horn, and Coach Meyer for giving us some time this week as well. Uh, Thanks to the Sports Information Office for their help in uh, setting these interviews up. And thanks to Tate Johnson for putting it all together and bringing you Mox on the Mic each and every week. New episodes coming every week, including next Thursday. We hope you'll be with us again. Until then, I'm Chris Goforth. So long, everybody, and go Mox. Thanks for listening to Mox on the Mic. Please remember to rate, subscribe, and review. And we'll see you again soon.